Today's episode of Group Chat is brought to you by Squarespace. Got any big plans for the new year? Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content. Even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from the look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code NBA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Basketball is very good. The Raptors are the best team in the East. Phil Jackson actually saved the Knicks. Mark L. Foltz will be an all-star next year. Basketball is very good. Hello, welcome to the Rear NBA Show. It's Group Chat. My name is Chris Ryan. I'm going to be joined soon by Justin Verrier, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jason Concepcion. This is an audio recording of the live video that we did after Celtics Sixers live from London on Thursday. It was a... It was an okay basketball game. We learned some things, I think. But we had lots to talk about. We went through this game. We talked about some what-ifs pertaining to the Celtics and Sixers. And then some what-ifs for the league itself. We wound up talking a little bit about this rumor that's been floated out uh, about Anthony Davis possibly joining the Golden State Warriors. And we had a little bit of fun with that. So there was a lot to talk about. And you'll hear it all on this episode of Group Chat. Before we get into it, I just wanted to mention... That some of you enjoy the group chat music courtesy of Isaac Lee, that Siri trap anthem that we have. Here's the thing. We need more takes for Siri to spout out. So if you have any ideas, hit us up at The Ringer on Twitter, hashtag RingerNBA, and we'll see it. And if you've got any, you know, Chris Paul, the Rockets are better without Chris Paul type takes, it's a democracy. Let yourself be heard. Now it's time to hear from Haley, Justin, and Jason, and myself. This was recorded right after Celtic Sixers. We talked a little bit about that game and the NBA at large. Until then, talk to you next week. Hey, it's us. It's Chris Ryan, Jason Concepcion, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Justin Barrier. We are your NBA group chat show. This is the after party for Celtic Sixers. Great game. We just saw it. <laughs> you can ask us questions at hashtag RingerNBA. You can send us comments at hashtag RingerNBA. We're a little underwhelmed by the performance, but you know, what are you going to do? It's like those guys were out go dancing at Fabric for a couple of nights. <laughs> yeah, it's tea time back on the East Coast. That's right. right. I think that if I had one takeaway from the Celtic Sixers, Celtics won 114-103, it's jet lag is real. For sure. Jet lag is real. Yeah. It affects everybody in different ways. It affected Joel Embiid slightly, I think. It affected Markel Fultz so much that he didn't even play. Yeah. Any other takeaways you'd like to put at the top there, Justin? I think it just shows when you have a good defense like the Celtics. I think yes. you have something to fall back on when the environment isn't perfectly suited for you. Okay. Let's say. Man, it's like the Sixers could have really used like a perimeter guy who could Haley, create his own shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, maybe, I don't know. Get Lou Williams. Um, Haley, it was the kind of game where, in the middle of it, we wandered off to ask you whether you'd ever heard of the rescue of baby Jessica McClure. Yes. <laughs> That's the kind of relevant game. Uh, the new thing is, like, have you heard of this, like, late 80s, Early 90s 80s, thing? Yeah. 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 Well, Mid-80s? Obviously not. Uh, yeah. to her, though. Yeah. She, she rolled with it. It was a to quite me a tale. The, oh, yeah. Oh, Jessica yeah. McClure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She, the Celtics definitely could have used her. <laughs> Maybe in the wing. <laughs> She's resilient. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask. Can climb out of a hole. You know, this kind of does. The reason why this game is so interesting <laughs> in uh, the first place is because 
These are two teams that I think we're going to be seeing a lot of going against each other yeah. over the years in the Eastern Conference. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I, think so. I think so. Look, yeah. I mean, I think so. they're also two teams that have a draft pick that's mm-hmm. very much like up for grabs right now, yeah. depending sure. on what happens to the Lakers. Um, I feel like you must feel much better about Boston, though, than you must than you do about Philly. If you're watching this game, you're seeing Brad get so much out of so many different players here, whereas Brett Brown is essentially dealing with like three or four competent players yeah. at any yeah. given time. I mean, it makes sense for the Sixers to be kind of peaking at, at a certain point, or they were peaking earlier in right. the season, just because it seems like they're all kind of hitting a certain wall. Like, Embiid is now just getting to the point where he's played a full rookie he season. He looks gassed. Uh, ben Simmons is getting to the point where he's hitting the type of game load that he would have hit in his first season in college. Yes. Markel Fultz hasn't had any games or any load or anything. Yeah. So I, it just makes sense. And it, this is my problem with the process that I've always brought up. Like, they have their core now. <laughs> But the whole problem is now they need two or three more years to, like, develop those guys. Yes. Well, sure, but also this is what happens when you don't really have a great bench. And then you're at this point in the season. To your point, it makes sense that Redick had a good game. This game, it's always it's a red flag when JJ Redick is the best player on the floor for well, the Sixers. It, it but also he's the vet guy. He's probably the best prepared. He's a veteran guy right, and knows right. how to take care. Just think of his about body. his podcast. Yeah, he's probably just like can't wait to get these these live reads <laughs> ripped off here. Uh, we have a couple questions. It's hashtag Ringer NBA. If you want to talk with us, if you want to hit us up with questions or comments, this one comes from Copkeek. I think is what the the Twitter name is. The Sixers have a talented group with different skill sets that would appear to mesh as a unit, mm-hmm. but are the individual players so one-dimensional, man, the 250 characters, so one-dimensional <laughs> that the team as a whole is easy to game plan for on defense? Actually, quite a good question. I, I think Interesting. that that's... Uh, I, to me, really, the problem with the Sixers is they just don't have that guy who, when everything breaks down, can get his own shot. Yes. Right. That would be, and I'm sorry to say, it would be Markel Fultz, in theory... His skill set is perfect for this team. But, I mean, you see it now. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Yeah. And Bede is gassed, is shooting 29% from three now. Like, I doesn't, doesn't really score down low as much as you would want him to. Who do they throw it to when they need a shot? JJ is just out on the perimeter running around screens. So much like, of his offense comes from getting, yeah, getting right. separation from screens. Yeah. Right. And just to the, the question that was asked, I would, might disagree slightly that most of it makes sense, especially right. when Covington is on. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if Dario is the perfect fit for what that starting unit does just because he's pretty duplicative of what Ben Simmons has given you. And I, he just I doesn't like to stretch the floor. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the shooting is a huge issue. I think he would be good as a Ben Simmons for like a second unit of another team. Right? I think also when you're saying they don't have that one guy. That's where, like, if your other guys are kind of inconsistent, then it really hurts you. And tonight we saw, today, sorry, we saw Covington go one from five for three, Dario and Embiid. So on any given night, you kind of either have have that one guy or a bunch of guys who can back you up. Shouts to TJ McCocaine, though. (laughs) (laughs) We've been having a lot of fun with uh, the various drafting policies of these two franchises over the season, over the year at the Ringer. But I thought it would be fun if we did basically a lighthearted draft of the rosters that we saw today. Pool is the Celtics and the Sixers. Jason has the first pick. Okay, so of the Celtics and Sixers rosters. Hold on. So I have the last pick. You can pick second. How is this? It's decided? Snake. It's Snake. Oh, it's you can pick second. That's actually okay. you. You have the catbird seat. Jason's That's the right. one who this has is the, ages. This he is could tough. pick. He could pick Fultz. Like you know, you've never mm, know. Right. It's, it, and like everything gets thrown off. So go yeah. ahead. I'll take Fultz. Pick these. Um, I will take. I'm going to take Jason Tatum. 
Ooh. Number one. Wow. Yeah, for age and everywhere. Right. Now let me, is it just how they performed in this game? No, 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 no. Is it's, it there? It's moving forward, starting yeah, today. Yeah, let's take Jason Tatum. It's moving forward, so we're contract. accounting for their yeah. age, et cetera. Sure. Their injuries? Sure. Okay. Yes. We, are we counting contracts? Like yeah. the current deals that sure. they are? That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. it's tough okay. to argue. Tatum won. Okay. That's kind of a curveball. <laughs> I'm going to go Embiid still, though. Okay. I'm still going to go Embiid. This is a tough one because I probably wouldn't have gone Embiid there because of the injuries. I love Embiid. Uh, perhaps future coworker, <laughs> given his skill set. Uh, I, I might go Ben. Ben Simmons? That's a good I almost went with Kyrie. Uh, I am going to pick Markel Fultz. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the number one draft pick. You're already tanking? He's the number one draft pick. A, <laughs> I am from Philadelphia. I know what I'm doing. B, I want to talk about this a little bit. Okay, so we've had Christmas Day. He came out on Instagram. He was like, I, have a, I might have a Christmas surprise for fans. It's no. that he added, it's he added two more hitches to his shot. <laughs> then uh, he was reintegrated into team activities over the last few weeks. That's great. What does that mean? And then he was in London in a room with Joel Instagram story, and he said, could have a London surprise for you guys. Uh, and the surprise and no was... no follow-up. There's no follow-up. There's actually, there's no surprise. Yeah. He doesn't seem to understand what surprises mean. <laughs> I don't know what the surprise is, but... Well, okay, to be fair... He might have a surprise. Yes. yes. Thank you very much, Haley. Tweets and more want to know if I have seen the full shoot around video today and is he okay? I think <laughs> if you mean if I am okay, uh, it's getting tough. It's Kay- getting a little rough out here. I actually said to Jason today that the footage of Fultz playing is like basically count, it's like opposition research. It's a false flag. Yeah, yeah it's so that like used. other teams don't know how to game plan for him when he gets back. When false. when will that be? False. false. <laughs> it's a cover up. That's a hundred percent false. Like when is he gonna play? Does he play before the All-Star game? <laughs> What's that? When will Fultz play? Before the All-Star game? Uh, I think he plays before the All-Star yeah, game. Sure. Yes. I think they let him get like one or two games and then they're like, let's reevaluate. It's a day-to-day thing. It's a day-to-day <laughs> it really thing. It's day-to-day. Did you guys want to do one more round of this Celtic yeah, Sixers go. draft? Okay, okay, so it's your pick. I just took Markel, so Kyrie's still on the board. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. There's Jalen, yep. Al Horford, uh-huh. Gordon Hayward. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. Pro GM. I'm going to go with Jalen. That's a great pick. Okay. Contract, yeah, contract age. Uh, this is tough. I might go with the little Rock Covington. Ooh! Great contract. Two 3 and D guy when he can actually shoot a three, which is Minus 25 recently. from the floor today. That's fine. He's the second half player. <laughs> second half of the season player? Maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward. Good, uh, good pick. You know, he's got the brakes off. He's great at video games. Um, so really you are tanking. You have a hurt player and you have a player that is something else. Yeah, you know, serum. LeBron uses video Bombing games for to train his mind. That's, yeah. That's LeBron. Uh, I will take J.J. Redick. I Famed did, podcaster. Is he do two rounds? No. We've done the two rounds, but it's, uh, uh, that, can let's go your, deep. that can be your like your That's assistant. my bench guy. That's my flex um, guy. We do have another question from uh, Periscope. Uh, Zugs Wang wants to know: Megan Markle or Markel Fultz? Megan Markel Fultz. <laughs> I'm going to take. I'm going to take the future uh, princess. Yeah. Well, one 100%. was in suits, right? Yeah. And one looks good in a suit. <laughs> so, tough to say. It's going to be... The hoodie suit combo. Who do you think will have a better next five years? 
Oh, white collar. Like <laughs> yeah. I get Susan white collar mixed yeah. up. More sorry. successful or easier on them? Ooh. Uh, hashtag rigor NBA. If you guys want to ask us questions, we did our draft. Let's do some what ifs. Okay. Sure. Team, these teams are both a lot about future potential. It's like a lot of things are yet to be determined with these teams. So let me just go through some what ifs, and we can look backwards too. What if Let's. the Celtics and the Cavs had never made the trade between for Kyrie, Kyrie and Isaiah? So oh, we were man. out here, and what Isaiah had like a new deal. Maybe Gordon Hayward's out there. Okay. Where do you think the Celtics team is in these standings? Terry oh. Rozier, starting point guard. What's, where's Isaiah? <laughs> He's out. He's been out. His oh, back yeah. isn't That's magically right. healed yeah. if he didn't go. That's you know? right. You know, I still think that they're they're probably the third seed right now, slotted somewhere in there, third or fourth. I still think they're a good team. Brad Stevens has proved that he can get a lot of mileage out of guys that you don't think he can get out of. Jay can really yeah, stretch that roster <clears throat> as far as it can go. Um, I, th- I still think they're a good team, but without the kind of punch that, that you see them have now. Do they still have Gordon Hayward out? Because yeah. wasn't Kyrie the one that threw the pass that Ooh. ended up with Hayward? That's right. Wow, we're really getting into yeah. like Hooper territory. That's right. No, but I mean, if you look at the way they're constructed, yeah. it's, it's about the system. Yeah. And Kyrie is almost the guy that just scores enough offense and does enough yes. stuff on that end to make it work. And Isaiah can do, like, can do a good job of that. Maybe not on the same level as Kyrie. All the great systems that we look at in the NBA, whether it's like the Spurs ball movement system, whether it's the Warriors and the way that they play, they still have those individual scorers that can make mm-hmm. the huge difference when games get tight or when something's not really going. They have Kawhi, they have Steph that have been able traditionally to get them victories. This is the one that's sort of been haunting the Sixers for most of the year. What if the Sixers never drafted Markel's faults with the number one pick? So basically, we're talking about a Sixers team that's starting Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Jason Tatum. Oh. Robert right. Covington at stretch four and Joel Embiid at center. That's insane. Yeah. Well, my question is, Is are we seeing this Tatum if he's playing? Is Tatum his... this good? Yeah. So, I'm not sure. I, here's my thing is, Tatum is on the perfect team for him because Stevens has been so successful in implementing a college-style structure into yeah. the NBA with that the large roster, a lot of guys, a lot of turnover, everybody playing a role. So, I think... Tatum wouldn't be quite as good on a Sixers team, which would be asking a lot from him. Um, but still, like, th- he's got talent that I didn't think he had. Like, just his ability to play off the ball, the, the way he the looks off, like a veteran. Off the ball stuff that's the stuff that's really impressive to me. Yeah. 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 I, w- I want to say that having Jalen helps cover for him a little bit defensively. Because sure. he's still sure. young. He's still yeah. d- building out his body. On the same, like, at the same time, having Embiid back there on the back line provides so much more for some of those guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. JJ isn't like, as exposed as much on the wing when you have Embiid there just to erase something. We'll be back with more NBA group chat after a quick word from our sponsors. Ready to start your new business? Why wait? Just set your plans into action. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. With beautiful templates created by world-class designers, Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content. Even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products, and it's all optimized for mobile. We live in a mobile world right out of the box. Use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. There's nothing to install, nothing to patch, nothing to upgrade ever. Though if you do have a question, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support is there to help. A dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet. 
make it a reality with Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code MBA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, offer code MBA. Haley, here's yes. a what if for you. Okay. Ooh. What if Gordon Hayward never gets hurt? So are we still talking about Jason Tatum in the same way? If Gordon Hayward's playing 32 minutes a night? I'm not sure. Because the thing about rookies developing that fast, and yes, obviously he's like super talented off the bat, is that is the minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Look at Donovan Mitchell, my favorite example. <laughs> he's getting the opportunity. Yeah. To Will, be this. Will Ferrier on Facebook wants to know, what if Chris Ryan didn't devote his life to the 76ers? I have a lot of interests. You know, I, don't, <laughs> I think that's something that people don't understand when they and, listen to group chat or when they're just watching love, something like this. I've diversified my portfolio. I love spy novels. Emotionally, like, I'm not exposed to the Sixers. I am exposed to the Sixers. <laughs> Twitter, even though Fultz is out, is he still eating like he's playing? Do they have Chick-fil-A in London? No. I think that probably they are making Nando's runs. That's my guess. What if, his, Nando's? what if his surprise was that he found a Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <in London>? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I wonder whether or not that would have gone over well with Brian Colangelo. Um, you know, I guess that we could just go to some more general what-ifs here. What if the Sixers are drafted Kristaps Porzingis instead of Jalil Okafor? <sighs> That's the big problem with the process, right? Yeah. If you're going to put all of your money in on the draft, you need to nail those draft picks. Yeah. And we're seeing not only them, but the Lakers with D'Angelo Russell. That was like a huge mistake. Yeah. Although the flip side of that is Chris Tapps, I guess, needs naps after every game now. He's anemic. Can you just <laughs> cut him a break? Yeah. <laughs> so then who would who do the Knicks take? Probably Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, like, Devin, Devin Booker was that draft? Uh, yeah, before? but I don't think he was in the mix there. I think it was... No, he, he was taken late. It was yeah, a they, pretty, pretty locked-in top three, wasn't it? Yeah, right. they, they would have taken... Like, it seemed like they would have taken Kaminsky or Okafor or something like that. That's right. just That's so Phil wild. Jackson, big butt What theory. would have happened to you? That's the big what-if. It would be wandering the earth right now with a very long beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a couple of questions. You can ha- ask us at hashtag RingerMBA on Twitter. You get to us on Facebook. Are the Celtics the best young team in NBA history? Asks Damon Durbin. I don't know what that means. I think he's going off of Zach Cram's wonderful article on the uh, ringer.com. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, just, I, just, I just don't know how it's been happening. Are they season. technically a young team, though? I mean, they've I know, got two very young thinking. players. Collectively, they are, though, because Kyrie is a rookie. Yeah. But Kyrie's, like, wild young. Yeah, yeah but Selly's a rookie, technically. Yeah, that's true. You so forget about that. They do have a lot of But he also has a lot of experience. Yeah, so it's sure. hard for me to yeah. slot him it's in as a super young player. For sure. Haley, here's a good one, a good what if. Uh, okay. What if the Nuggets had kept the 12th pick and drafted Donovan Mitchell, forming a backcourt trio of Mitchell, Murray, and Harris? You have to I actually did just engage Mitchell, Murray, and Harris in a uh, lawsuit that I'm uh, <laughs> Mitchell, Murray, and Harris. <laughs> I got dinged in a, at Gelson's parking lot. No, I'm just saying. Mitchell, Murray, and Harris Dumb. as the backcourt for, backcourt for the Nuggets. I think then automatically the Nuggets would be a couple spots higher. Even, even with the loss of uh, Paul Millsap. Oh, because yeah. I've I've always thought like their backcourt is really their problem. Yes. Mm. Is is Mitchell is Mitch Murray and Harris the the owners of the Glen Gary Glen Ross company? <laughs> <laughs> the one problem is <laughs> it's Mitch and Murray. It's Mitch and Murray. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Mitch and Murray <laughs> and Harris. <laughs> I think that would be a really really cool backcourt. I think part of what's Better happening. Better defense with, too. Yeah. What's happening with Donovan is that there has just been this such an absence of offense on the Jazz. Ever since yeah, he left, that he is the first option down the floor mm-hmm. every time. And they don't even throw perfunctory passes into Gobert anymore because he hasn't been playing very much. Yeah. 
one thing I will say is Murray and, and Mitchell might be a bit duplicative. Like yes, they're similar sure. guys. What they need is more. They probably just need Jameer Nelson back, someone to kind of like get everyone involved. Yeah, yeah. if they had like a Drew Holiday, I think they would be like they would be cruising right now. Ooh, I think. Be good. Um, another one from Ricky Pop. What if the Nets <laughs> actually had their draft picks from the last five years? Ooh, Wait, does that probably mean, be the Celtics? So does that mean? Yeah, yeah does, seriously. So does that mean that deal never happened? Yeah. So here's the problem with that question: the is looper, that the looper effect. The, yeah. The, the the sliding doors there is that Atkinson and Marks then yeah, I was don't say, come then to the we Nets, don't have them. right? And you don't have a team of basically. I mean, the Nets are actually putting together a hell of a season considering, yeah. considering the fact that it's Dinwiddie, Lavert. And Ronnie Hollis Jefferson right. and these like it's basically a bunch of scrap heap guys right. that no one believes. We in. don't have right. Boston Spurs light. Yeah, Paul Pierce on. just yeah. retired as a Celtic last season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know Jeff Van Gundy. I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast, and he was talking about him for Coach of the Year, and yeah. I kind of am behind that take because Ooh. where would they hmm. be? If they didn't have that whole system uh, that he's put in place there, some of these guys have really just played above where they were drafted. And, like, Without their, their two starting level. guards, too. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, Lin- yeah. Lin- yeah. Dinwiddie has been incredible. Yeah. He is yeah. awesome. We had a great piece on him today yeah. by Dietrich. Uh, Those clicks. <laughs> do you guys think Dinwiddie is an all star? No. No. Super <laughs> <laughs> nine. This is uh, one more. And this is one that I was thinking about a lot this week because. He's come under so much fire. It does feel like Luke Walton being under fire happened like nine weeks ago now, mm. just like the way time yeah. went this week. But Super Number Nine wants to know what if the Warriors have pulled the trigger on the Clay for Kevin Love trade? What's the ripple effect? <sighs> um, so you automatically, uh, you know, I mean, you can make the argument that you would still see Cavs, Cavs Warriors in the finals. Yeah, but they don't get Durant. Yeah. Right? They, so, yeah, you'd, mean, pro- you'd, forget, you'd still see Cavs Warriors in the finals, but it, I think you'd. You can make a case that the Cavaliers are the better team in that case. Well, that but you lose the post-up game. Kevin has been spacing out okay, not recently, and but you do have another three-point shooter, which they're. I like also want to see one, here's the one thing is like when Clay Thompson when did Clay Thompson sign his extension? Yeah, see that's interesting because yeah. I would just think that he would go to Minnesota for a year or two and then go to the Lakers, right? right. So he well, would be a Laker now. Or what if the Cavs made the same exact trade, but they trade for Clay Thompson instead of Kevin Love? Oh, so LeBron. they trade Wiggins for Love, bring in Love. Oh, you guys are talking about back in Minnesota. Well, in 2014, oh, okay. the, the, gotcha. the, there was a rumor that it was going to be Clay to Minnesota for Love and Clay and something mm-hmm. else for Love. Mm-hmm. And then the Cavs, the Cavs made the trade. Yep. But you're saying what if Love got traded from the Cavs to the Warriors? Yeah, so let's say Love is on the Warriors now, Clay is on the Cavs with LeBron, yeah. and Wiggins right. is still on the right. Wolves. I think that's an interesting what if. That is an interesting yeah. what if. I don't really, I mean, I think that LeBron. And uh, he, I had, when's the last time LeBron would have, would have had a shooter on the level of Clay? <laughs> Mike Miller? Ray Allen? <laughs> yeah, like, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Yeah. You know, like, when, when is the last time he's had a guy who doesn't need the ball like the way Wade has, the yeah. way Kyrie has, and there isn't that tension of like, hey, hey, hey. But it's a guy who's literally like, I just come under like a, a baseline screen, pop up, and it's it's good. Corver's yeah. trying. Yeah, Corver's five years too late for that. Yeah, right. Corver's yeah. 150 years old. Uh, hashtag Ringer NBA if you want to so ask us great. some questions. Anyway, there was a question about Luke Walton. What if Luke Walton had stayed with the Warriors? Who would be coaching the Lakers? Would they be better or worse? What would the roster look like? It would be an ex-Laker. Yeah, what other, Slava Medvedenko. <laughs> yeah, what other trash ex-Laker could they just bring in there? Based on nothing but nepotism, <laughs> right? Yeah, and right. the fact that like they know him from like two years ago, it's like great. I don't know. I you know this, this Luke thing is really tough right now. I I was thinking about that moment where it was like the Lake the Warriors job is between Kerr and Stan Van, yeah. and that Kerr was also thinking about going to the Knicks, right. and just like all the different things. That was could he happen. though? 
He said that he said on Bill's pod, I think, that he like they they had kind of been like, here's the job. Right. And he was like, let me think about it. And right. then the Warriors job opened right. he up. He brought it, they brought in a bag of dog poo and opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> here's the job. <laughs> Carry this around. It's 20 million though. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some more what ifs. Uh jo- Johan von Slayer wants to know what if the refs weren't crooks? And yeah. we got a Sacramento, New wow. Jersey finals with wow. those awesome squads. Who would have taken it, J-Kid or C-Web? Yo, I'm <laughs> hanging on to some interesting baggage here, my brother. Um, I do, you know, the, the reason the refs thing is interesting is because refs have come up so much yes. recently in the last right. couple of days with Draymond. And yeah. I think LeBron. This is Draymond's burner account. This is Draymond's burner. Johan von Slayer. Mm. That actually wouldn't it be works. surprised. That's yeah. like just look. the refs live. Like their lives must yeah. not be great. Like they're just getting yelled at by dudes all the time. They're probably yeah. flying commercial. I don't know what they actually fly. Well. Really? I, well, yeah, they're, pro- they're flying commercial. But remember, they had that uh, scandal several years back where the refs were like keeping their tickets and then reselling them. Oh. You can Google that, guys. Do they keep the points, though? Yeah. Those are nice. That, that's like a, that's such a quaint scandal. <laughs> 2017 and 18 have proven that that is very quaint. I pocketed the saltines. Uh, Ian Place wants to know, what if Sam Hinkie was still in Philly? Would wow. they have the success, thanks, Ian, they've had this year? Um, they would have been better off because Colangelo hasn't made any good moves. Yeah. I don't think that they would have... I don't know that they would have Amir Johnson and J.J. Reddick on the roster. Here's, a, here's, sure. a, here's the real question. Does an untethered Sam Hinkie draft Chris Stapps? Uh, See, that's, there's a lot of debate about who's picked that yeah. I think it. I think it might have still been Jaleel. Really? Yeah. I think everyone wants to write that off. As like the owners made him do it? Right. And I still don't know this for sure. I've heard that he was like he was in on that. Plus, there was the whole thing leading up to the draft where they wouldn't let Kristaps go work out for the Sixers yes, too. Yeah. Release his medical. But when has that yes. ever? Ma- when has that ever mattered to? Well, Hikino? with Sam, right. his whole thing is about collecting as much information yeah. and just everything in general. He's like a hoarder, essentially, <laughs> which is great. I think the question is, would, would Sam order. have done the Fultz deal? Mm. That's a good question. That's and great. I, there was part of me that actually thinks he would have because I think he would have. The whole point of the process was to take home run swings like this and to yeah. get in the mix to get these number one draft pick kind yeah, of guys. I, I also think like the whole Fultz thing, will he, won't he play, what's going on with the shoulder, it's just so strange. You can't game plan for something like this. Yeah. Like, whatever Danny Ainge thought he was doing, he definitely was not thinking Fultz uh, has either something wrong with his shoulder or is so wrapped up in his own ability or inability to shoot that he's going to miss the entire season, essentially. Right. Like, he did, no one thought that this would happen. Right. Counterpoint, though. Hang out with Markel Fultz for, like, five minutes, I would have been going the other way. <laughs> That's not. I don't. Come on. No. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, like I, I'm watch getting bad like, vibes from this guy. Watch one or two Instagram stories. I mean, yeah. watch any That's Instagram enough. stories. If you th- if you watch John Wall's Instagram story, you would think that John Wall's only friends are his dogs. I was gonna Maybe. say. Maybe. That's <laughs> the thing. There is like all of his dogs. Uh, every Markel Instagram Fultz Instagram story. story is like what the best Chick Fil A sauce is. <laughs> right. Uh, a couple more general what ifs. Uh, which or it's just some just general questions from from uh, Twitter. And Facebook, which top five projected pick would make the Celtics scarier next year? So I guess this is the idea of two through five, right? So yeah. like Boston gets two through five, Sixers get one, or six through 30. That's that Lakers pick that they traded with the Tatum-Fultz deal. I've watched a ton of college basketball this year. I am obviously getting Trey Young vapors. Ooh. But, uh, I don't know, Haley, like you probably watch a little bit more than us. Like I mean, like Sure, watched Louisville last night. 
Mm. And they won. <laughs> so you want the Sixers to draft Louisville? Like, yeah. yeah, just as a, an entire team. Yeah. I think Rick Pitino is available <laughs> if they want him on the coaching staff. Yeah. It's still too But, soon. you know, we've, I, Porter would be the most Sixers pick because he probably wouldn't play next year. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Are they still doing that? Just emerged way past well, everyone else. I, I don't know. I, Are the Sixers still doing that? I like, think I mean, that's a thing. I, I think Donkic, Donkic would probably be the one that yes. people would, would would be like, "This is this is the game changer." Right. Yeah, he'd be an upgrade over what they don't have in Fultz right now. Right. Essentially. Um, what what other ones we got? A couple other questions here. Uh, how would the Warriors do if you replaced Draymond Green with Prime Ron Artest pre Malice at the Palace? That comes from that's Hot Takes. Insane. How, how deep in Reddit are we right how now? Like, how would they do it? What? Like seven pages like, deep. <laughs> Where is this question coming from? <laughs> is that on you? Is that you? So how do we get here? You read it without knowing, and then I'm just like, I don't know how they would do. I guess they would uh, have some of the same qualities. <laughs> be, sure. Similar, same same yeah. technical foul amount. I don't yeah. remember Ron having as good of a three point shot, even though Draymond yeah. isn't good as a three point shooter. Draymond's also like a, like one of the best point guards in the league. Yes. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Here's my thing. I want to know Kawakami, Tim Kawakami in the athletic this week yeah. threw out oh. the Anthony Davis idea for the Warriors. That Anthony Davis is the next big target for the Warriors. This is very much like what big European soccer clubs were. This right. gives me a headache. This is Real Madrid Basically style. like speak it into existence. But the AD thing, adding another huge player like this would necessitate the breakup of the Warriors as we have known them in this title winning run. This for sure. Steph, Cade, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, yes, but Iguodala's on the back back nine of his career. But that that Clay Draymond thing. Do you think that that is possible? Do you think that if you're the Warriors, are you like we're just going to keep riding this until it sputters out down the line? Whether it's you know disease of more or you know just injuries or people getting bored with playing this much every year or do you think Bob Myers is like we have to refresh the, the mix here like like re- keep changing parts is what yeah. you're saying yeah. like one by one right I have I have two things to say here first can we just stop it with Anthony Davis this is exhausting though I've been doing this for like two years yeah, of my life I'm this done is- with Anthony Davis trade rumors until this dude is literally like wearing shamrocks in his hair <laughs> like let's stop <laughs> Second of all, is this the last episode of Treme? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. I could just play on a fugal horn or a bugle <laughs> horn. Um, the other thing is, I wrote about this the other day. Anthony Slater pointed out how bad Andre Iguodala has been shooting lately. Yeah, yeah. I think, and Draymond also been shooting really poorly from three. I think those type of things creep up on you quicker than you think. Okay. Yeah. And it's a similar idea where you want to be ahead of the downslide. Right. So I think actually doing that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them sell high on Draymond. I know he's like so important to their team spiritually, and to, like he's the biggest competitor. He's the guy that counterintuitively steadies that team a yes. lot of times. Uh, that said, you know, he likes to party. Uh, he's a guy who just, when he loses that half a step, it, will, like a, it will... He's ironically like a yeah. short guard. It will yeah. ripple through his entire game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would not be surprised to see them sell high on him. What do you think? I have something I think people are really going to hate. Sure. But it's more of a question than like what I think. How many injuries does Steph have to have? If this keeps happening, it hasn't happened. He was very durable yes. for a long time. But the he's already... ankles returned. He's, he's, yeah, injured his right ankle twice this season. Right. How many more times, how many games does he have to miss in the future seasons for it to be him 
Who is the trade piece? I would say that Steph is the Warriors to me. Yes. Yeah. And right. Kerr has said as much that everything that makes the Warriors particularly, they're a great team. What makes them special is the way that Steph makes them play. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and this rise of this franchise, and they're basically probably for a generation of fans becoming the new Lakers, the way that we think about the Lakers and the Celtics is the way kids play, think about the Warriors now. I just don't think you can separate in front of them. I think that's like hanging on to I think that's bird or magic. Yeah. Yeah. As sure. Michael Jordan once said, the ceiling is the roof. Mm-hmm. And I think that Steph is the ceiling for that team. Like he's, they live under the space that he creates. Yes. And, that's, and, and to understand how galactically important he is, yeah. is like the idea that KD came into that team and willingly it was like, I'm, yeah. I'm here to score and play like off Steph and mm-hmm. everything. You know, yeah. like it was never a matter of like, Steph just gives up control of the team to Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. It's right. been his team. And to that point, Steph's plus minus numbers, net rating are like through the roof. Yes, yeah, amazing. Even though he's not shooting like as he was like two years ago, three years if ago. If he could stay on the floor, I definitely think he would be in the MVP. Right. Just the threat of him. Right. Yeah. I think the interesting thought experiment this year with the Warriors is what if they never got Kevin Durant? Like yeah. where are they in the hierarchy of the league? I think the Rockets might be better. I think the Cavs might have pushed them more I mean, last that's year. A great obviously, what if? because it's like, would the Rockets have made such aggressive moves? Yeah, right. that's another thing. Knowing Maury, probably right. change the landscape. He yeah. to go and get a guy like Paul, who's only got two or three years of really like prime basketball left in him, if right. that yeah. is such a, a flex. And would Paul have thought it was okay? Maybe he would have thought like. Man, this threshold, I'm going to get crushed for this. But KD just went to the best team in the league. Yeah. So I think because I, I think if the Warriors make another run through the playoffs like they did last year, this year, I think you're going to see some wild move where a really great player takes even le- like maybe even mm-hmm. less money to go to like a Rockets. Like whether it's a Paul George, whether it's a LeBron, whether somebody is going to be like, there is no way to win right. unless the three or four of us are together. Yeah, I think uh, Chris Paul shaving his head added at least another season and a half to his peak. It's science. I mean, we, we've proven it out. Okay, so for Justin Verrier, Haley O'Shaughnessy, Jason Concepcion, I'm Chris Ryan. Thank you for joining us on the Ringers NBA After Party. We will see you again soon. Basketball is very good. Basketball is very good.